0: Hello there dear listener, it's Sid and the princess at the podcast with no name and we are just doing a quick episode to wish you a happy new year and to let you know that we're on our summer holiday and we're having a little break but since Sid and I haven't seen each other for ooh, seven days we're having a bit of a catch-up as we chat hi Sid
1: hi princess it was lovely to see you at the beach the other day
0: oh wasn't it fun and it was lovely to <laughs> see your Marianne and Sid jr I had mm-hmm. so much fun jumping waves with Sid Jr., although he far surpassed my ability in being able to dive under waves. Oh,
1: look, he's the kind of kid you show him the way and away he goes. I've yeah. learnt that. He was a very quick study. I hope he had a good time. Oh, look, I think the only difference is him and water is used to, him and seawater, because of where we live, he's not so used to. Yeah. But... Uh, You know, swimming in pools, swimming in rivers, no drama, swimming in the surf. That was the new experience there for him.
0: Oh, wonderful. And it wasn't even big surf, really, because we were swimming in a bay that just had a little bit of a swell.
1: Oh, look, it was nice. It wasn't like the traditional kind of beach thing where you can actually feel a little bit of the undertow as the wave goes out. It didn't have that kind of level of strength. We couldn't have wished for probably like a more perfect day. It was almost in the Goldilocks zone. It oh, could have been a tad bit more warmer, that's about it.
0: A little bit sunnier, but yeah. that's all. And I would have liked no swell, so we could have snorkeled. But hey, say la vie. I
1: think as you were telling me that probably you're better off trying to do that early in the morning than what we got there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're back home this week, as you know, Sid, and Wonderboy and I were discussing going for a snorkel over at Clovelly. And as we have done in previous years, we get up and we get to Clovelly about 6, 6 6.30 in the morning so Mm -hmm. we can get a park and before the fish are all angry from being kicked in the head by swimmers and snorkelers. And Wonderboy left all his snorkeling gear at my sister's. Well, there's a reason why they call them teenagers.
1: So there you go. Yeah, there you go. You know, before this, I was checking out like news.com, ABC News, just trying to get a gist of some of the things that have been going on, like that might give us a topic. And oh, God, I've been trying to avoid Prince Harry.
0: Me too. I'm and, trying to And, avoid I, and I don't it. want to
1: talk to him at all, I talk about him at all.
0: I've got one thing to say about Harry and Meghan. Yep. And he should be sorting this out in a therapist's office, not through the media if he's got family issues sorted out with the family in private like other people. There's no dignity in what he's doing.
1: Yeah, but there's uh, there's an irony that surely he must understand that if you're going to disassociate yourself from the royals, why are you still banking on being a royal? That's what he's
0: doing. There's also the paradox of he hates the media, yet he's, he's living his life through the media. Exactly right. I'm really, really sad for him and I'm sad for the royals back in Britain. I'm really sad Mm -hmm. that the relationships have broken down to the extent that they have. The way the royals operate, it's a very peculiar animal, but Mm. Harry knew damn well how that worked. And if you don't want to play the game, that's fine. Get out. Go. You know, other royals have done that over the years. You don't have to get out and then poison every relationship you have.
1: Well, there's going to be other times, other reasons where he probably might need to attend weddings, funerals, all those kind of things. And how far do you push the envelope before people just say, no, we can't be bothered? And I think he's stretched that elastic band. I don't think it can be stretched any further than it is now.
0: I also think he's playing on the fact that the royals are operating on the Queen's maxim of never complain, never explain, and he's playing on that for all it's worth. It's really, really sad. I feel so sad for Charlie and William.
1: I think on the other token you've got another prince who's been obviously in trouble, and I think that the royals have done just about everything to just say, look, we're not going to throw you in prison, but we're going to do everything else just to make sure that we know that you've done the wrong thing.
0: Well, you look at Andrew, it's like you're safe, you've still got your house, you've still got everything. The media are now leaving him alone because he's out of the media. Yes, exactly. he still turns up to Christmas church, he still turns up to family events, and the media just go, oh, yeah, Princess Andrew turned up. I mean, it's that's how Harry and Meghan could have played it.
1: Well, he's completely lost his profile and I think very publicly he's completely lost the faith of the king. Who, Andrew? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I... I think that's been a very clear rebuttal. Like They think you're as guilty as sin, we're not going to toss you away, we're going to look after you, but, you know, we can't have you operating as a normal royal now.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's uh, it's like you're done, mm. go and live your life, you're at retirement age, go and retire, your daughters are great, we're going to keep them on. Yeah. Well, uh, Beatrice is one of Charlie's counsellors.
1: And I would love to know and get a breakdown of exactly what some of the roles that the various royals do do. And I think uh, with the the funeral last year, and I think we were touching on this, I think it's Princess Anne is probably one of the busiest royals going around. However, she's not one of the most high-visibility royals going around. And I think she probably embodies like what it is to be a royal. You've got to be busy, you've got to serve, but it's not actually all about you.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Princess Anne is awesome in so yeah. many ways. And, you know, Charlie and Camilla, they've done good work. Charlie, King Charles, please forgive me, dear listener. It
1: takes a while to get used to it, doesn't it?
0: Well, he's just Charlie, isn't he?
1: No, but even just say I keep on saying Prince Charles, and I stop myself halfway through and go, no, it's King Charles. I still got to get used to it. I mean, I went to the Mint in Canberra. We're wondering yep. will we see a coin there with Charles's face on it? Because how many years have we gotten used to the Queen's face on the coins? Well, our whole like, lifetime. Exactly. And no, 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 they weren't talking about printing anything as yet. But I'm just imagine how exciting that would be. It's like, okay, here's Prince Charles.
0: Yeah, you know, on King a
1: twenty Charles. cent coin. Or go <laughs> again. I'm still making. Mistake.
0: Yeah, I'm going to keep
1: making that mistake for a very long time.
0: Yeah, I actually wondered if he would change his name upon his accession and take one of his other names as his regnal name or regnant name, regnant name. And I because... know he's
1: trying to conjugate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you know, Charles the First lost his head. Charles the Second. Oh, he did all right. He was the restoration guy. He did okay. He he liked to party and he partied well. And he's the king from whom you get from which? From whom? I'm I'm doing well with my grammar today, dear listener. You yeah. get King Charles Cavalier Spaniels. All right. Yeah. I yeah. tell you
1: what, your your grammar's been gifted to all our audience.
0: Yeah. Sorry, dear listener. I'm in holiday mode.
1: I can tell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's going to be interesting and I I really feel bad for King Charles because following the Queen is such a hard act to follow and it's going to be very hard for him to make it his own. Although in the last few years as she was winding down her public commitments and things, the palace was saying, you know, it's going to be a smaller monarchy, it's going to be more streamlined, it's going to be, what, what else were they saying? They were saying stuff like that.
1: Streamline, they were trying to modernise it, you know. Yeah, modernise Almost like catchphrases kind of thing too.
0: Yeah, but the British monarchy is not the only monarchy to be doing that. Very true. Very Over, true. In, a lot of over in Denmark? European, yes. Yeah, Queen Margrethe. She's just, she's stopped the four grandchildren from her youngest son being princes and princesses. They are now just counts and a countess in an effort to streamline and modernise her monarchy. There's talk in, I've heard murmurs about Swedish monarchy wanting to streamline and modernise it. It's all around. It's everywhere.
1: And because we started talking this without a chance to properly research it, I'm sure I read something about the Dutch monarchy, which has made it very clear about which royals are getting like the taxpayer's purse. And which ones aren't?
0: Oh, you can look that yeah. up in Britain. You can find out who's yeah. um, on the civil list.
1: Oh, what I'm saying is that's been pared down.
0: Oh, right. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's been pared down. And I think that's a bit of a theme with some of the other royals. Like, I think gone are the days where you could be about from the throne, mm-hmm. like about you know thirty five. Places removed and you're still getting a purse kind of thing. Yeah. I think they've yeah. got a, They have a certain line on the sand and saying, look, that's it. You can probably trade off your name. You've probably got a nice property and you work it out from there.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Moving on. What have you been doing this summer holiday, Sid?
1: I wish uh, we could say that we're being more than just part of the Australian cricket team, but I've got to admit too many games have been washed out. We haven't had a chance being like 13th man, 14th man, What can we do?
0: Well, what can you do? The weather is the weather, Sid. And Mm. um, I'm sure you, Sid Jr. and your Mary Ann are just invaluable to the Australian team. I can see the calmness in Pat Cummings' face every time he fronts the media and I know it's you behind him off camera who is giving him the calm vibe. Well, it's that too and it's also Kurt's
1: media training.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, where would the Australian cricket team be without Kurt's media training? Thank you, Kurt. Absolutely. And, and hang on, Mr. Safety, Wonderboy, and yourself,
1: what was going on there down south?
0: Well, we've been um, going to beachside snooker school, Sid, where we go to the Say beach. Say and... sober. I know, it's a bit hard. <laughs> it took me a she couple of goes then. by
1: the seashell.
0: <laughs> exactly. But we are learning to play snooker and pool much, much better. And we go to the beach in the morning and mm-hmm. of an afternoon we do intensive snooker and pool training. There's a degree of hardness about the pool table because even though this is
1: under shelter, it still gets some of the elements on it. So if it's a windy day, you'll get a bit of dirt on it. Well, so that's part of the challenge, Sid. That it's cross-country of...
0: pool. Well, it's rural pool. Rural pool? I, I yeah, rural that. pool. We, were, we yeah. were laughing the other day about how silly the word rural is to say. <laughs> rural. <laughs> rural. <laughs> yes, that was when we were having a break from, you know, starting another game and working on our angles to get balls to go in pockets that we intend them to go into. So, yeah, the
1: Rural Pool Championships don't have the kind of same ring about it. Well, it's the place to be, Sid. It really is. Maybe it's place to be but not the name to be. <laughs> well, that has to be Maybe. worked on. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Commercial time. <laughs> hey, parents, do you have a teenager who mutters and groans indecipherably?
1: Ugh, they want to understand us now.
0: Pod No Name Enterprises has the perfect translator for parents and teenagers alike. Ugh. No, thanks, Mum. I would rather lay around than take the rubbish out. Mm. But I don't want to put on my school uniform. Mm. Yes, please. I would like tomato sauce with my dinner. That's inconvenient, but fine.
1: Parents want to communicate with us and pod no name... Teenage translator lets me say the most with
0: the least amount of effort. I finally can understand what those grunts, moans, and tonal exhalations coming from my teen mean. Thank you, Pod No Name Translator. Pod No Name Translator retails for thirty nine fifty. Pod No Name Translator translations not intended to replace actual conversation. Available at podnoname.com.au
1: Commercial
0: time. <coughs> Hey, Sid, Yes. as we're going to be on our little summer holiday hiatus, we've got a few weeks where we've got no podcast episodes going live, but coming back for season 2023, I think we've got a few interesting episodes coming up that various podcasters have been suggesting at the very least, haven't we?
1: Oh, yeah, this is excitement plus. It'd be interesting to see if their ideas actually come to fruition, but uh, we should let the listener
0: hear them, though. Well, as luck would have it, Sid, I've been jotting them down as people have been suggesting them, so let me rattle a few off. Well, Mm -hmm. first and foremost, we've got the episode about Series 4 of Blackadder. That will be led by Labaji and our resident military historian, And Mm. I can hardly wait to participate and listen to that episode.
1: That's a bit long overdue, isn't it?
0: Oh, look, it's been in the works for quite a while Mm. and I'm really, really looking forward to it.
1: Because that was quite, the earlier ones were very popular, so it's good to give the the, uh, listener, you know, that final season what they really need to listen to.
0: Well, yes, and Labashi There's nothing the man doesn't know. He's a font of information, so he will lead us in the right direction about issues at the time and issues at the time of production of the show Mm. and topics and issues surrounding that series of Blackadder even today. It's, It's fascinating. The captain pointed out to us a few weeks back that 2023 is a year of anniversaries. Can you remember what she was saying?
1: Well, it's not her anniversary. Well, no, no. But if you're talking music, it's the year of release of Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. So I understand Eddie will be on that episode.
0: Well, Eddie will lead that episode. But 100%. It's...
1: The enthusiasm, I can smell it from here.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, but the captain pointed out that 2023, it is 60 years since John F. Kennedy was assassinated. It's 50 years since the Rocky Horror Show was first performed. It's also 50, for, also 50 years since the Opera House opened. And it's 40 years since the record Thriller, Michael Jackson's Thriller, was released.
1: 1983 is also the year that is probably more significant then than it probably is now. That Australia two won the America's Cup and had the Prime Minister actually say, if anyone sacks any worker going who takes the day off, he's a bum.
0: That's right. That was 83 as well, Yeah. That was
1: 83 as well because in 1983 we started the year with Malcolm Fraser being the Prime Minister. We had an election in March from memory, something like that, and uh, Bob Hawke came in and uh, Hawke was Prime Minister up until about 91, 1990. 91, I've got to double-check that one. And then we knew that the the remaining, say, four or five years was Paul Keating.
0: Well, that's right. Yeah, so speaking of Prime Ministers, Sid, um, the Mm -hmm. Captain and I have decided we'd like to explore Australian Prime Ministers a little bit more and we're looking at James Scullin and John Curtin and then we also thought Oh, Harold Holt would be a bit interesting as well. And we thought of you in particular for Harold Holt. Well, I think what's
1: interesting is you can have part of the episode, of course, about his disappearance, because that's what everyone wants to know about. But what about Harold Holt, the actual prime
0: minister? Well, exactly. He was an interesting man. So that's one of our topics for 2023. Eddie has been promulgating us performing the radio play called The Pepperonis for two years, dear listener, and yet we have not done it. So I plan to push to get The Pepperonis happening.
1: Well, we've had quite a lot of read-throughs. In fact, I can't count them on any fingers.
0: Well, true, true. We read through every other week, it's honestly. But it's just getting Eddie organised to run the episode
1: um, I just can't do this kind of New Yorker or Chicago gangster accent. If
0: I can't it's kind do of like accents. a London,
1: if it's a Londoner gangster accent, I can do that. No worries.
0: Yeah, no. I cannot do accents. I can mimic no, but, someone if they're standing opposite me, yeah. and they say something, I can mimic, but I cannot conjure an accent out of nothing.
1: Yeah, but pepperonis is not a London gangster thing. It's not like oh, you got a nice face. It'd be ashamed to put a mark on it.
0: Yeah, no, no, not
1: that, but... <laughs> it's not that kind of thing.
0: Who's to say that you're not a London gangster in New New York?
1: Well, yeah, I'm in.
0: Also, no. an interesting episode called Today I Learned, and it, it'll be an episode just about those silly little bits of trivia that you hear as you go about your day-to-day life. Like, I heard one day that camels can't swim, because during the floods through New South Wales, Central West and Victoria, I learnt that some camels had to be rescued because they can't swim. They had to be airlifted out or something. They couldn't be swum out, like you can swim out horses and things.
1: Well, that makes the name Ships of the Desert pretty redundant, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> well, there's a certain irony to it, if nothing
1: else. <laughs> yeah, pretty redundant, like Jesus we're going to have to call them like the dead
0: weights of the desert, I mean. What are we going to call them? They're not the ships, are they? Well, they're land animals, if nothing else. So other episodes, mm-hmm. I've got one on Dolly Parton almost ready to go. It was going to be about the songs that she's written for other people. But in the prep that I've done so far, I just got fascinated in everything about Dolly. She's an amazing, amazing woman. So I'd like to have a look at Dolly Parton. I'm sure we're going to have some trivia episodes at some stage because we all love our trivia. And well, that's
1: true. That's yeah, true. Mu- yeah. The music trivia thing, I'm, yes. I'm sure that uh, Graham is getting ready for any type of music trivia contest.
0: The annoying thing about Graham is that he doesn't have to do any preparation for a trivia episode. He does it by osmosis. He just knows stuff. It's amazing, dear listener. He plays
1: vinyl. He wears vinyl. He is vinyl
0: which will look great when he's lounging around his new pool. Yes, very much so. Hey, look, Sid, I know you and your Marianne and young Sid have to get back to the cricket team. I need to get back to my snooker practice. So how about we sign off now and we wish dear listener a happy summer holiday if he's in the southern hemisphere and we'll come back refreshed in a few weeks at the podcast with no name
1: i think that sounds like a plan
0: it's a plan hey look dear listener if you would like to get in contact with us whilst we're on holidays we've got eddie set up to check the emails periodically and the email address is name at gmail.com if you would like to reach us on facebook we are at pod no name and on instagram we are at pod underscore with no name if you would like to follow us on instagram until we return in a few weeks dear listeners stay safe
1: I i think we've overlooked something
0: oh gee what's it well
1: if you're liking what you're hearing and you want to keep us on the airwaves of course And if you would like to donate, even the smallest kindly donation to Patreon, we will promise to keep putting out episodes. If you don't donate to Patreon, we will still promise to put out episodes. This is up to you.
0: Yes, we now are signed up with Patreon.
1: We're now signed up to Patreon, so if you'd like to do yourself a favour and just hand on heart, we are just local talent we're from the western side and southwestern side of Sydney. We do this because we enjoy podcasting. We do this because we hopefully there is an audience who enjoys what we're doing. So,
0: and let's face we, we like spending time with each other. We all love bantering yeah. and bouncing off each other. It's fun,
1: but it's also well, from you, the listener, it's a bit of a token saying, Look, we enjoy it. So even if you're making a small donation it's like equivalent of gold coin one or two dollars or something like that we get the idea that you're enjoying this and we'll keep putting it out and if you back that up with an email or something like that we will you know get in contact with you and even if you let us know about what type of episodes that you've heard us do before that you prefer if they're the more sillier ones or the more trivia based ones or the more history type ones The beauty of our podcast is we do, you know, cover a wide gamut of topics, but we love to get feedback from you and obviously, you know, support us, particularly on the episodes that you love hearing too. Give us that feedback, show us some love. Uh, We'd love to show you some love back.
0: Yes, it, it would be wonderful if we got some donations through Patreon to help with our production costs. It's not an expensive hobby we've got doing the podcast, but it does have some underlying costs. And if we had some assistance in covering those costs, it would be extremely helpful to us all. And so, I've got
1: to admit, last year, I mean, when it got desperate, I had to be jiggle up to help pay for the costs. So please, let's not put the women of Sydney through that again.
0: Well, Sid, that totally backfired, didn't it? Because you ended up paying them. It was the best night they had. They won't <laughs> pay to say that and for such champagne podcasting as this, dear listener, if you would like to contribute to Patreon. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
1: You can tell the corks being left too long in the
0: bottle, can't you? (laughs) (laughs) And how. And on that note, dear listener, we're going to leave you in peace. Have a lovely summer if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, I hope your winter's not too harsh. Mm. Until next time, take care, and we'll see you for Season 2023 soon. Until then, take care.
1: I heard the stupid thing that Eddie put um, on our, like, preparation notes where he just said, like, uh, maybe we should ask Sid about his body count. like, there was just, Eddie is just so bloody relentless. (laughs) Uh, And I was driving in the car the other day and I just thought, like, do I just put an ambiguous number out there just to keep that little firm... That mind of his fermenting and just uh, brewing and working things through
0: and yeah. stuff you, like that. You don't have to. Eddie takes care of all of that by himself. Yeah. He he is a mind. He is he's certainly got a mind working. Anyway, look. But, yeah, I, I just for the sake of Eddie, and if this does
1: make it, um, I'm not very good at counting Maths Has never been my speciality. But uh, I can count 30 plus if you can help me out with the rest. Me? No, no, no. If any can help to (laughs) me to recall the rest. No, (laughs) it's not a proposition. If it was a proposition, I understood it
0: It wasn't a proposition. I understood it wasn't a proposition, but it was like, how the hell would I know how many?
1: (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry, listener. 31 plus. <laughs> <laughs>